we have Jarno Lugo. He's here. He's in here. He's doing his thing. Uh, skills pay the bills. Go buy his merch. It's good stuff. I have two shirts. I wore one to bed last night. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> so, listen, I mean, your last fight against um, Bell was absolutely just technically just amazing. You know, it really was good to see. So, seriously, you know, respect, man. Respect. Yeah. Um, and I even have, uh, I was watching, I just so happened to be watching, and I heard your name uh, that Big John McCarthy said uh, that you were technically um, outstanding. How did that feel? That's good. Are you talking about the, um, the post fight? The yeah, post the fight? post fight after you fought, um, what is his name? Su uh, uh, Sudo? Sudo, yeah. Okay, yeah, he said something else after this fight. I just happened to catch up. But yeah, man, that's yeah. what's up. I like the fact that um, he can notice the technical thing. You know, I'm not out here like brawling with people and things like that. So, and I know he's a guy that appreciates that kind of stuff. That's why I like to mix it up. Like for my last fight with Cash Bell, I didn't have to take him down, you know, but I decided to because I just, I just want to show people that I can grapple. Like I'm not just like, um, what's it called? A hype train that's only good on the feet and people call me a stand-up fighter. Sometimes people call me that, but I'm like, no, I've been grappling since I started. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think that you, you, you have no blaring weaknesses in your fight um, style, you know. But and this is what I wanted to comment on a little bit. You have such a a, a good flow to, with your hands. You have such a good flow when you took him down. That's actually the what I screenshotted was you taking bell down it was so smooth it almost looked like he wanted you to take him down <laughs> it did yeah, in the beginning it of the did. fight too they were saying that he was the better wrestler so that's that's good that i took him down and it shows i took him down three times to his zero so that shows a lot of times not about if you went to like school for wrestling it's about how you use it in mma it's about timing and stuff like that so I think sometimes being like a high level wrestler can be overrated. For example, GSP was never even, never even did it in college or anything, right? Yeah. And he's one of the highest level wrestlers in, in all of MMA ever, you know? Well, I think it's, it's how you can apply it to. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. He never used it ever. He's exactly. Take down defense, but he never used it offensively. So it's, it's not, um, it's, how, it's how you apply it, like you said. You 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 have that way about you of figuring out playing chess with your uh, opponents, and I and I really like that. Um, that you said it uh, in the in the in the post fight in interview that you were very humble about, and then you explained it that you wouldn't rush in. You know, you're just very calculated. You're staying back. You're picking your shots. You're really picking people apart. What do you think that means, though, for? the next level up as far as the skill set you're going to have to be fighting people who are very much um you, you know aware of the way that you fight how do you think that's gonna that's gonna come into play the next couple of fights because you have yeah, two think, more correct uh three more three more, three on, more. This on this contract yeah and then hopefully we sign again you know but um you will i would say um it's gonna go one of two ways it's gonna go one of two ways either first they're gonna try to be technical back and I'm probably gonna be gonna beat them at that, you know. I'm probably gonna beat them if they try to play chess with me. Um, I have good eyes, and I'm really good at um, using my setups and picking up what they're using for their offense and making adjustments. Um, 
So I think if they try to play chess back, I think I'm just going to be able to beat them at that game. I don't think they're going to out-chess me. But another a route that they could take is putting a lot of pressure on me, which yeah. is um, kind of like what Sudo did. He just came at me the whole time and kept coming and kept coming. Um, I've had other fighters that uh, continue to come the whole time. And um, they'll kind of, kind of go for takedowns over and over and over. Um, brawling, like, that's another style that you can go with. Don't play chess. Just get in his face. and Exactly. Dirty, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and if a guy plays that style, they, they just leave themselves open for more for more strikes. For example, like, if you watch with Sudo. Yeah. Um, he, I was able to hit him more. Like, if you notice that in that fight. I, I did. him in the face more. And I was able to catch him a lot with a lot of good shots. Whereas Bell didn't come in as much. So he wasn't as open, you know what I'm saying? So it 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 depends. Like if you come, if you want to come at me like a crazy person, then you're just gonna leave yourself open for more shots. If you want to play chess, then I'm just gonna technically beat you the whole time. So it's you know. yeah, I agree. I think that your your fight before when you were able to pick his face apart quite a bit because he was rushing it, he was trying really hard to get close to you, and then you have Bell who was trying to stay away from you, and I imagine it's probably because you watched your previous fight and thought that that it was you doing that, but it was really you know him you were picking uh bell's leg apart and every time you calf kicked him i was just every time you kicked him i was like oh <laughs> damn you know but i even knew because i was like his i'm like your leg lugo's legs got to be killing him right now and then you yeah. said it in the press you were like dude my shins are fucking killing me <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, you can't kick forever man that shit adds up especially calf kicks yeah calf kicks the, the calf is a bony area, and yeah. if you kick like by the side of the knee, it's a it's more bony area. Whereas leg kicks, you can kick leg for a lot for a lot longer, but even then, you still can't kick forever. Like yeah, probably, you still you got a lot more, but still not forever. But calves, man, that's a bony area, so it definitely added up. And I'm just like, damn, I need I needed a few more. Yeah, but I didn't want to I didn't want to like go to that extreme because then because now you got to think about after the fight and for your next camp and all that, and I'm already going to be having to heal for a while because of that so, exactly uh, let me not push it too far and, and and i mean dude let's let's talk about you almost choking this dude out to death in the last i'm like go out dude i'm yelling i'm standing up in this office watching i'm like go out go out and then 10 seconds out but you could tell he was praying for that bell to go off huh, bell yeah. praying for the bell I you know what it was when I had him. If you remember, I had his left hand trapped, and I'm yeah. punching him. With my, I'm punching him with my right hand, and he's blocking his head. So I'm like, the choke is not going to be there. Let me just punch him. You know, let me get a lot mm -hmm. of shots. And at the end, I switch grips, and mm -hmm. I said, let me just see what happens if I try. And when I put it in, it just fell right in. I'm like, yep. wow. <laughs> I was, I was, I was surprised, man. I thought he was going to go out. He's nah, tough. I, I knew with 10 seconds left, I was like, if I'm him, I would never tap. You know, I'm like, yeah. I tap with 10 seconds left. But what made me upset is just like, damn, I should have just shot for it sooner. I should have checked sooner. Yeah. All I was doing was checking. I wasn't actually even going for a choke. I was just it, trying to see, will my hand fit under his chin? Yeah. And it, and it did. Like, damn. It did. Checked, you know, but Dude. I think that's a lesson that I'm going to have to learn for the future is, um, I guess, sub-checking sooner. Don't yeah. like... Don't assume that you can't do it. Exactly. Check. You don't know. Just check. You know. So from we, now on, that's something that I'll learn from that. You know. Well, you're so calculated, so I understand why that would would happen, and that's why I was just talking with um uh, one of my friends literally right before this podcast, um, 
that I think that to a Puritan, to, to people of MMA who, who either have um, experienced fights in their real life or are martial artists or Puritans that love MMA, absolutely love your style. Like they just, they're in awe. I do think the RV, you know, the, the RV, the Bud Light Lime drinking, you know, you know, UFC, you know, guys got a UFC tattoo. I think to him, it's like, what's, why isn't he doing this? And it's like, listen, asshole, this is beautiful. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? So to me, it's, it's, it's similar to GSP. I mean, we can make that comparison, you know, that GSP was just so just nice to watch. And, and I've also, um, uh, uh, talked about it at, at times that uh, Jesse James Kazakowski has a similar, you know, very calculated technical style, which it's just nice to watch compared to your, um, your corner man, good friend, Mike Kimball, who is very different than the both of you two. How many times did Mike say, yes, sir, in your fight? <laughs> Let's count. Yeah, yeah, he said, it, he said it a lot, but I didn't even he, notice though. Do you think it was over? I think we should take an over and under on this. We should go. Was it more than 75? I think it was. I'm going to count it. <laughs> dude, that kid is a savage. He's, it's, it, I was just listening to him. I'm like, dude, it, I mean, just what a pump up though, right? I think it's definitely good. It's, it's more a little bit more of a gimmick for me because you got to remember, like you said before, um, because of the way I fight, the way I fight is going to be a style where you're going to be able to look back on one day and study my fighting style, you know, more educational purposes. That's why I always say like skills, better bills. And I always say like, I'm, I'm going to school this guy. These are, these are, I have a fighting style that people are going to be able to learn from, but it's not, I don't know how fan friendly it will be to see somebody so technical uh, pick other people apart. People are going to like me, obviously, but there's going to have to be more things on the outside of fighting that uh, draw people in. Like the trash talking from Mike in the corner, you know things like that. that I'm yeah. Like, I'm no, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, like when Mike is lighting somebody up, grabs his crotch, then punches him again. Grabs his crotch, punches him again. You mean like that? Um, no, no. I, so, <laughs> I, so actually, fighting. No, I'm not gonna bring anything into fighting. That's gonna. I. Not the person, I'm like I said. I was humble. I'm, I'm more humble when I fight, and I and I respect my opponent because yeah. as soon as you stop respecting your opponent. Exactly. I think that's what um, if you watched the Paul Daly fight the other day on Bellator, yes, he men mentioned that um, when he went, when it first started, he didn't respect him enough. He exactly. Got he got sat down, you know. So you can't under underestimate anybody. So for me, I don't go in there and play any games, man, because one mess up and boom, you just lost. But but I think that you're going to have a, an even because I mean I, let's not. I think that you're going to have a great career in Bellator in um, UFC, wherever you go, uh, I think they'll be honored to have you. I think you're going to have a long career. And here's why. Because you're not getting hit. You're not getting pummeled. You're very calculated. Your, your punches are crisp. Kicks are good. They land right where they need to. Your takedowns are good. I think you pick your shots so well. And I think that, you know, as far as you, you having a brain after this, you know, you're, you're a fighter, you know, you're also a family man, correct? Yes. Yep. So, so, I mean, those things come first and I think you're going to have a long career and people are going to respect the technicality, like how technical you are. And then afterwards, 
still be able to be articulate, you know, not have, you know, brain trauma or CTE or slow down or any of those things. You know, you don't, I mean, I think that you have to think about that, no? Yeah, especially because after I'm done fighting, I want to get into like analyst work or commentating. And You could do that all day, dude. Yeah, you have, you have the voice, you have the look, you have the knowledge, you have the study. I mean, come on, you know, it's like, it's going to happen. And I said that before. I said, if you just listen to the way that you're speaking, listen to the way that, you know, how you're, you're talking about what happened, those are, that's the type of stuff that people want. And that's what, what I saw, you know? Yeah, exactly. So for that reason, when you brought up about like not taking damage so I can be, still be articulate, it's definitely very important for me. You know, I mean, that, that's not exactly why I fight the way I fight. I fight the way I fight, obviously, because I believe if you can't make it home, then what does it matter if you win the fight? Exactly. You know, so safety first still. I'm a, I was born a defensive fighter. Like I'm born very defensive. But um, I also agree with the, the mindset of being defensive as far as like hit and not get hit, you know, like yeah. boxing. So I agree with that mindset where other people don't. So um, outside of just wanting to stay uh, mentally clear after I'm done fighting, that's just how I be. That's my philosophy anyway. You know? Yeah. How do you think um... – you know, coming from Connecticut, you know, obviously I'm based in, in Connecticut. You're from Waterbury, you know, and um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but I, rem I've sparred you before. I sparred you and you were like 15, 16, and I'm like 20 something. And um, you kicked me so hard in the side and punched me so hard in the face. I was like, yeah, okay. He wins this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, it was a very, very long time ago. And uh, I remember I also dropped you off at your house, your house in Waterbury. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so coming from where you come from, how has it, be, how has it been? Tell me about this journey coming from Waterbury, Connecticut, to where you are now, to being 6-0, and oh, you know, and how is that journey and how is it? kind of built you yeah uh, well i would say uh for well obviously i was very poor like yeah you know or coming from my mom section eight yeah and uh, food stamps and all that kind of stuff walking to the gym every day because i remember I, i'm not sure where i lived but i think i lived on baldwin at the time maybe yep and um i used to walk every single day to the gym from everywhere i lived i used to walk to the gym but every day was at least a 45 not, i don't know about 45 probably like yeah about 30 to 40 minute walk every single day to the gym. So that's why I would ask people for rides home. Because if you're already there, I'm like, all right, let me see if I get a ride home. You know, I, would walk. I would just yeah. walk. If I, if I had to walk home, I'd walk home. But, you know, walking every single day to the gym, um, being poor. And then, you know, I liked fighting at that particular point in time. But I, I started fighting a lot. And um, I, I wasn't able to handle my, my nerves and emotions that well back then. So I remember uh, that was part of the reason why I kind of like took time off of fighting. When I was about 18, I stopped fighting for about a year and a half. I didn't train. I didn't do anything. Um, but I went to the military. And when I was in the military, for some reason, all I thought about was fighting again. I'm like, I want to fight again. I want to fight again. I don't know why. Like, it just, I just wanted to. So when I did start uh, training again, I decided if I'm going to fight, I need to figure out how to fight and not have those same problems that I had before as far as the nerves because I didn't want to fight because of that. It, it made it not fun. Uh, so I started getting into more of that type of uh, field of study and trying to figure out the mind and figure out why I felt the way I felt and how not to feel that way anymore. 
And um, I started studying. I started taking notes. And, um, you know, I held an, I held a nine to five, I held a nine to five job, um, for, for years from being 20 years old all the way up until eight months ago. Cause I have a wife and kids that I have to provide for, um, holding a full-time job and I, and so I'm the sole provider at the same time. So, um, you know, not, I wasn't, I'm not poor, but I'm definitely, I'm just getting by, you know, I'm getting by providing for my family and I'm training. I'm not one of those guys who like had their girl work and I'm training. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did everything. I worked full time and I trained and I still covered all the bills and everything. Um, so, uh, that, that period of time of me, like kind of like struggling on my own to provide really made it more incentive for me to be like, you know, you got to figure this shit out because if you want to do this, figure it out, you know, and have the money thing on, on my back, like then I got to make money. So um, I did definitely figure it out over the last, like, um, I would say from, like, my third to last amateur fight, the fight that I lost. Yeah. From that fight forward, um, my, I've been able to just, man, I, I don't get nervous at all. Yeah. You know, like, at all. Like, I know my, my nerves are fucking steel. My mental is, I have a real good mental. And I just did it from studying, you know, watching Floyd Mayweather, watching different boxers and watching their composure and the discipline and shit like that. Um, and now it's been, it's been working out. You know, I take a lot of notes to, to get more, I have the mental edge because as you know, I'm like not the strongest dude. I'm not the fastest guy. I'm not like, I don't rely on these things. I rely on being like smart and getting the job done in an educated manner. So it's been working out, you know, and now I'm six and oh, and I'm, I, I don't work a full-time job anymore. I don't work at all. You know, I just train full-time and um, I live off of my fighting. So it's definitely one of those stories, like from rags to riches, you know, Yes. and I'm just starting. I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm rich and I got a bunch of money. I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm at the threshold where I don't have to work. You know, I can train full-time and that's a fucking milestone that, it's very difficult for people to get to, to do what they love and get and, and make a living off of it. You know What's what very, well, it's, it, uh, so it's safe to say the skills did pay the bills. So we at least have that. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, that's a good shirt, you know, um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm like they literally paid my bills. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I love the, the year off. And I know that some people would say like, Hey, then how did you not know? How did you know? But I like that you took the time to, uh, take the utility to they say you need to know yourself and you knew yourself and then you learned why you did what you did or vice versa and then now you come out you know you know not not guns ablazing but you're able to calculate your personality or 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 your style to make it work for you and and to be more of a chess player i think is um in in my opinion way better um, in fighting, you know, we're finding that more and more now. I mean, some of the best that you see, yes, they're athletic and they're very strong, but most of them are very calculated, you know? So for you, I mean, I think that's huge, you know, yeah. and, and to be able to pay your bills and, and, and not work a nine to five. Um, I think that's huge too. So, you know, congratulations on that, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Cause definitely it's not easy working nine to five and, and training. It's tough, you know, but it was de it's doable. Yeah, know, and finding time for family. Think about that. I'm at, I'm at work all day. I wake up, everybody's sleeping. By the time I yeah. get home, five or six, I got to go straight to the gym. You know, what do you do? Like, 
What what do you do for time for time off? Like what do you do to unwind? What do you do uh to really just enjoy yourself? Well, now I get to enjoy myself pretty much all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're like me. Yeah. I mean yeah, I'm in camp and I'm training at like uh about I usually train about ten o'clock every day. I'm home by like one. Jeez, from man. ten to one. And I don't do like an actual class. Like I don't do like a format like ten to eleven. Like we'll we'll do we'll train, stop, talk about things, talk about like the training, talk about uh philosophies. Yeah. And then we'll, when we feel like we want to start training again, we'll start training again. Yeah. And then we'll talk philosophy, talk. Like, yeah. We do a lot of like um like for me it's it's. All right. So first of all, like film, like film study and, and studying and taking notes, all that to me is comes first before physical, anything physical, you know, as far as physicality goes, when I go to the gym, I'm just trying to get my body to get on the same page as my mind from the studying I did. Yeah. I try to get on the same page. Like I don't go to the gym to do cardio. I do my cardio outside of the gym. Exactly. You know, I go to the gym for my drills and for my technical work. Um, so yeah, like we we do a two or three hour session. But in that session, I'm not just going guns blazing for three hours. We're training, talking, chatting, figuring things out, training, talking, figuring things out. And then, you know, by yeah. one o'clock, I'm done. I go home and I'm not doing anything for the whole day. I'm just. Man, that's the life. <laughs> yeah, it's the life. I mean, I've, I've been able to to generate revenue for myself work um, as a personal trainer. It's been amazing, you know, uh, as a as a. Uh, business it's been amazing i get to do what i want to do every day um and the podcast for me was really easy because i just enjoy good conversation with people especially new conversation you know it's just it's really just as simple as that especially being around somebody or talking to people who are very passionate on what they like to do you know so for me i'm with you i mean i get to do what i love to do every day oh man it feels great yeah yeah it's different than having to like be here at this time well yeah they're not saying it like that, but in your mind, that's how it's perceived. Yeah, well, that's how you just thinking. say you got to be here at this time. You're like, ah, you know. But what do people? What do you say to people? Because this is what I say: just because we get to do what we love doesn't make it easy. No, no, definitely not. It's definitely, I, you know. All right, this is what I this is what I say. Right, this is something I recently just learned because I'm like, damn. Now after this hard long camp, I got to go back. I got to start training again because I do cardio all year round. I don't just stop. Because, you know, I don't have a fight. I just do it just because I think it's easier to continue doing it than it is to start doing it at a certain point. That's annoying, you know? Yeah. I just keep doing it. That way it feels like this is just normal life for me. But um, what's, what was the question again? I forgot. Oh, so as, as, as far as like with with everything that, you know, that you're doing, just because that you you love it doesn't make it easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, that was the question. So, um. What I recently what I recently realized was that regardless if you do what you love or you don't love, it's gonna be hard regardless. Yeah. So what you gotta do is figure out the fruit, the like the pros and the cons and the fruits of the work. So for example, I train really hard, but I get a lot of time to chill. Like I'm chilling all day from one o'clock to freaking I go to sleep. I'm just relaxing, I got time with my family. Or I could work, which is easier, right? Because you can get pretty easy jobs out there. Not that bad. Yeah. But you have no time for your family. You have no time to do what you want to do. You got to be at a certain place at a certain time. It's not flexible, you know? So you could pick two routes. It's just the pros and the cons that come with it. So I think I do train hard, but it's definitely worth it because I get to be home a lot more. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think I think for you, it's like they say it's what you do outside of the gym that makes you champion, or it's or it's it's what you do outside of of your training camps that make you a champion. And for you, you know, spending time with family unwinding is very important. But it also might be a hell of a motivator because you look at them and you go, "Hey, you know, I need to succeed because I'm succeeding for you too, for all of you." You know, do you and feel that? The lifestyle I want to live, yeah. And this is also the lifestyle that I want to live. You know, so that's what I think. I'm like, all right, this, this is how I want to live because I do not want to go back to nine to five. Like, I <laughs> yeah. don't. I can tell, that. man. I remember your Instagram stuff with the nine to five shit was hilarious. You'd be uh, like, oh, I used to always post in the car in the van. Yeah, <laughs> you're like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I well, don't want to go back to that. So like, to be able to continue to live this lifestyle is like very important. I mean, but I wouldn't say that. That's still not my motivated. My 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 ultimate motivated. I just don't want to lose. Yeah, I just don't want somebody else's hand to be raised over mine. You know. So for me, it's like that's what drives me the the most. You know, I just don't want to lose. Even so, let's say even if I fought for free as an amateur, I'm still like I'm. I still got that same mindset and motivation competitive yeah i'm still competitive i don't want to lose you know but on the outside of that all the perks that come with um winning and uh, (laughs) fighting is definitely beneficial man you know way better it's like yeah yeah, winning winning is so much better (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, no 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 no. but winning is winning is still not as good as losing is bad though yes yeah that's true that's true you know winning is okay it's like cool word that's what's supposed to happen well, I, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, yeah, losing definitely sucks. I mean, for me as a young as a young guy, I, I started to realize very quickly that fighting, although I liked it and I enjoyed it, it was something that I'd rather do for the training in the more mental side of it rather than do it long term. I mean, you know how it is. You go to those, you know, that Waterbury school is tough, you know, the practical self-defense training center, those guys are all savages over there, you know real old school too, you know, so they'll pump you up. I was pumped up. And then, you know, after a while, I'm like, man, I'm too quick and witty to get hit in the face all the time. I'm going to lose it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and you start hanging around with a lot of, for me, this is just for me, you know, I started seeing a lot of people a little, a little slower and they're kind of telling you stuff and you're and I was like, Hey, I'm out. I can't, I like the training aspect, but I can't, I, I don't think I could ever be a fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have or it. Or at least maybe grapple. You can maybe compete like grappling, something that doesn't. Yeah. Um, you don't have to take so much damage because at the end of the day, safe, safety first, right? You can't. It's true. It's true, man. It's so at true. Sixty years old, you can't even talk to your grandkids. That's what. Life. That's a nightmare. That'd be a nightmare for me. Um, yeah, yeah. You're right, so, you're right. I want to um, <laughs> kind of talk about something, and I'm actually glad it came up. Uh, so I do a segment on my podcast. It's called Hell Yeah or Hell No. So we have three things we'll talk about um, one at a time. And you tell me how you feel about them. So one of them, I'm really excited because I know I know how this is going to go. I did think about you when they when they posted it. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. So the first one for Hell Yeah or Hell No, Jarno Lugo, Hell Yeah, Hell No, is Crocs, the shoe. Hell yeah. What? No. Dude. What the hell is going on? Listen, do you wear Crocs, pair. bro? I just bought my first pair. <laughs> I never wore Crocs in my life. And I said, oh I was looking for, I was actually looking for slides. Really? And I couldn't, I couldn't find any. And then I remember, I remember people taking pictures with Crocs. I'm like, 
oh yeah, let me see what's up with these Crocs. <laughs> so I went to the Crocs store, I tried to pair on. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers is comfortable. Okay? <laughs> They're comfortable, man. They're comfortable. Dude, people, <laughs> people treat like crocs like a new car like they're like i just bought my first pair like they treat it like a new car or something <laughs> and i can't get into it but have, I mean, you, have you worn some I, I i've worn one comically to make fun of my buddy but i didn't wear it like around you know i was wearing it kind of being smug but you're telling me you wear crocs just walking well no, yeah now i do yeah yeah well i like the fact that it's, it covers the toes and everything like that so what color are the crocs I got a black pair and a gray pair. Okay, so this nothing is nothing crazy. No, nothing you don't crazy, have yeah. you don't have the SpongeBob Bob pair or the turquoise no. pair. No, or the Post Malone ones that are one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm keeping it basic. Uh, I think my manager is going to be able to get me some, um, like a like like a little deal going where I'm going to get some free Crocs and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, they want to. I'll take a free ones like that. But as far as I'm not going to buy nothing crazy, to be you're honest. not going to buy anything nutty. You should get yeah. your logo, that A1 on it, man. If I could, I would. Yeah, for sure. So let's see. Okay, so with Crocs, 65% of people said, hell nah. And 35% of people said, hell yeah. The people have yeah. spoken, man. You're out. You're on your own, man. <laughs> You're on your own. So the, the next one, <clears throat> the next one is long, long crazy long fingernails you know the girls go to the go go to the place and get those long ass nails what do you think about those um what do you mean long like how long are you talking oh bro we're talking that dumb shit this is gross yeah <laughs> I mean, i'm not even the biggest i'm not even the biggest like i think nails are okay but i don't see the big hype about girls getting their nails done all the time anyway though well you got to go get your nails done before you go to a fight right no i just clip them Oh, you just clip them? Yeah. Just, you don't I go to the place, them. have them saw it down and shit? Uh, no, no. I just, I just clip them, make sure they're nice and stuff like that. And regardless, I mean, you got to clip your nails every couple of weeks regardless anyway. Yeah. But you as don't like those? Like, the no, long, no. The no. ones, I, I, you don't see those often, but that's Oh, gross. bro. I see them all the time. I, really? I Like this, though. Seriously. You know the ones that are like shaped? They're like shaped like a coffin? That's what they look like. I see those all the time now. Yeah, no. I think I call them poopy nails because there's no way. How do you touch? How do you wipe your ass? How how does anything happen? You do anything with those, dude. Yeah. How do you practice. grab things like like this? You'd be like, that don't make any sense. Just grab it like you know what I mean. Makes no yeah, sense. Nah. The little ones okay, but not those. Like some know? French tips. You're looking good. You're going out. You just want to yeah. fight. Your girl's coming out with you. You like that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. If you if, if that's what if that's what floats your boat. Yeah, but them long nasty <laughs> shit. Regular nails, just keep your your fingers clean and whatever. I'm good. I don't care. But no poopy nails. No, 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 not that those. That's I don't even see the fashion in that. But yeah, the shit is nasty. So let's see what they said. <laughs> we got a hundred percent said hell nah. A hundred percent agreed with us that shit is nasty. Yeah, definitely. The shit is nasty. So the last one, last one, I swear. And this is the one that I was thinking about with you, okay? Because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Popeyes versus Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, what? Oh man? yes, I knew you were gonna say that. Chick Fil A, like Chick Fil A, definitely down the best fast food period. How often do you go? 
Um, like during normal life, I probably go to Chick Fil A. Like, what's today? Today Sunday. Yeah. See you. I've just shot. Might have went today if, I, you know, <laughs> if it wasn't closed. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. What day is it today? I might give me some today. Um, probably. I definitely go once a week for sure. Dude, same. Sure, once a week, at least once. Sometimes maybe twice, but once a week, guaranteed. I'm in Chick Fil A. Thank you. See, yeah. I knew that you were gonna say that. Yeah, and I put them. I put I put fast food in like categories. Like you got like the low tier fast foods. Let me let me break down my my, my tiers. Yeah, yeah. Let's break it down. Gotcha. Got your low tier category fast foods. You got your McDonald's. You got your Taco Bell, Burger King, Subway. Low tier. Uh, what else? Uh, Wendy's. Um, what else would be down there? Uh, yeah, about about those like those basic generic. Yeah, you know, probably Dunkin' Donuts maybe. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, that's down here. Best, I still think personally the best out of all those is still McDonald's. Yeah, out of all of those ones, yeah. Out of those low tiers, still gonna be McDonald's. Like pound for pound, the fries taste really good. Mostly everything on the menu is good. The thing, the problem with my McDonald's is the price is trash. Very yeah, expensive. Like it's you want to now, you can spend eleven bucks to get a meal there, or you can go to Chick Fil A and get a meal. Like kill it. I get eleven dollar meal on McDonald's. I can go to Chick Fil A. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. Oh, bro, I'm with you. Yeah. That's the reason why I don't go to go to McDonald's at all because it's like your prices are not where they need to be. Like if you're gonna be at a low tier or low tier restaurant, a low tier fast food, you need to have the prices that reflect that. Yeah. Um. Then What's I the second tier? Like your, yeah. Then you have like your 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 second tier. Um. This is I don't know if you have this in Connecticut, but you have like your Zaxby's. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never been. Okay, you have like Arby's. Yeah. Oh wait, supplies in the first section probably. Okay. Um, mcdonald's too okay um in kfc right KFC yeah, yeah, KFC's. with them um but you got your zaxby's your arby's you got your chipotle chipotle yep right yeah hell yeah Moe's. Chipotle, um your chick-fil-a uh what else i know there's more um oh, oh panera bread right panera bread yep we got panera bread carl's panera jr huh carl's jr you ever had carl's jr I don't think we have that over here. Yeah, so good. So good. Okay. In and out. What do you think of In and Out Burger? We don't have that over here. Either. You don't have In and Out? We don't uh, have it either, but I but when I went out west, it was so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. So that that's gonna be like your next it's your up second. here. I think you're I think the top of the food chain on that second tier is Chick-fil-A. Oh hell yeah. See? Still, you know, I think dude. Chick-fil-A is the best of that. Like even you know all those are good though. All those are good. Zaxby's, Arby's, all those are good. All those are good. Chick-fil-A is fire. But Chick Fil A is different. That yeah. chicken and the Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce must be made with some sort of Amish Christian witchcraft. It's amazing, bro. <laughs> it's amazing. What I, what I, want, I want to get sponsored by them, man. I think, dude, I will. I will push for you. I will push for you to get sponsored from them. There's no person I think that should get. You need to get Chick Fil A in yeah, as a sponsor, man. And, and, you know, I, I like I like what they represent. I like their values and stuff like that. So because you of need that, you need to push it like Derek Lewis and um, DC, DC push Popeyes. Yeah. yeah, you need to you need yeah. to do it. But you know they're a very private company. I don't even they, think you can. Like, they are. They're not even a franchise or anything, right? Or you, you you can franchise, but you have to hit so many so much of this criteria. You know, it's like you have to prove that you go to church you gotta prove that you do this you gotta you know you gotta pay 175 like 175 000, something crazy but yeah, yeah so exactly but if you get it though your oh. business, it sells itself 
Dude, in Southington, here in Connecticut, it's out. It's always just out the door. That's everywhere, though. That's everywhere. Okay. There's nowhere I've ever been where the line, the, there's not a line wrapped around the building. So before we really do the official judge of it, which I already know and you already know, what would you say the rank of their cookies are on being the oh, best no, cookies gonna... of all time? That's Seriously. A strong argument because those cookies are fire. Um, Dude, those so cookies look, are what, amazing. What we got McDonald's cookie has cookies, right? Yeah, yeah, but it. Huh? Yeah, you no, know? no, they're they have they're still here. Subway, they're here. Subway, Subway has good cookies. Subway's um, here. They have good cookies. Um, who else has cookies? Subway has cookies. I don't. Think Taco Bell has those uh, those uh, Cinnabon things. No, nah, have those. Not. Those are not good. Um, Burger King. I don't, I don't even know to be honest. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think if Chick Fil A just focused on cookies. If they sold those, they'd sell. They'd. They're it's insane. I usually always get a cookie with my with my meal. So. Okay, can I tell you how much of a fat fuck that I am? I used to get a six pack of those cookies and eat three of them, and really? I, I'd eat I'd eat three of them. I give one to my girl and then eat the rest of them later and lie to her and said that I only got a three pack. <laughs> I didn't even know they sold packs of them. To be honest, bro, come on, you got to get on my fat ass level. Oh no, I didn't know that. I would just usually get I get one meal because a lot of times when you go to Chick Fil A a lot and you if you have the app, yeah, they, they give you free cookies. Oh, dude, I, it, the cookies so, are the best. Yeah, and they're only like a dollar or something like that. Oh man, them cookies are good. Yeah, I didn't mac know, and I, cheese. I, have I you thought about it like that though? Even though I eat it all the time, I never actually sat there and thought, "Yo, these cookies are freaking fire." Dude, those, <laughs> like, those, oh, that's good. I think the cookies are standalone. They could shut down everything else and just sell the cookies. They're amazing. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to something though. What is it comparable to? I mean, you could you could look at Mrs. Fields cookies. You could look at you know Mrs. Fields. They sell them in in um, like Cumberland Farms. They sell them in other things. They're soft. They're good. But okay, have you ever been to the double the double tree? Yes. They double tree good. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have some fire cookies. Oh, really good cookies. But I mean, we're talking the convenience. You're rolling up. The people are. Hey, Jonah, how can I tape your order? Yes, that would be great. It, I would love to serve you all this stuff. Chick fil A, I feel like a king when I go there. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. But sometimes, what? I, I've where I've been, I've been to a few where it wasn't all that, you know, like certain, certain days, you know. But you know, when you go every single day, though, yeah, when I was in 95, I ate Chick fil A every day. That's what I'm saying. I used to so see I, the pictures. So sometimes, you know, when you go every single day, you can see a little bit of a, the more the wor the worse side of people. Yeah. You know? um, well, it beats it beats the hell out of BK Burger King. They're like everything because yeah. yo, have you ever? I don't know if you ever heard of Checkers. You ever heard of Checkers? Yeah. Checkers. When I tell you, they have the worst customer service. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like they don't give a shit. Every single one you go to, you go to the you go to the um. You know the, the voice box thing? Yeah. Go to that and they go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude's smoking a cigarette. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Oh, literally, like, the way they talk to you, you literally get upset. Like, this is crazy. How do you guys, how do you have a job here? This is crazy. Dude, the Burger King in Bristol, where I live, I swear to God, the, the guy I pulled up one night, I'm a little, you know, had a couple of drinks, whatever. My buddy takes me to, to, to Burger King and the guy goes, yeah. He said, yeah, like, I'm just telling her, he's like, yeah, what do you want? You know what I mean? What the fuck? 
Yo. How that's acceptable. Chick-fil-A, they're like, um, they're like, what's your name? What's your name? You're like, Jarnell. They're like, Jarnell, it's so good. It's so good having you. What would you like? And you're like, oh, would you like a cookie with that? I can get you a cookie. And you're like, oh, dude. Smiling. But, you know, that's why they're doing the way they're doing it. That's why everybody else is, you know. It's out the door, man. Talks about Burger King. I don't know how they I don't know anyone who goes to Burger King. Exactly. Yo, Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, bro. It's the Lord's chicken. <laughs> it's the Lord's chicken, bro. You know, they're, and they're, they're doing things right. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy around them and different political issues, but Dude, they, still, they still thrive. I, I get it. You know, I understand. Um, but I'm also one of those those types that's like, hey, as long as you're not telling me how I have to feel, you can do whatever the hell you want. You know what I mean? I don't care. I love Chick-fil-A and I'm going to continue to love Chick-fil-A. So, <laughs> and, they, and they thrive despite. despite oh, yeah. They still thrive. Not only do they, they're doing better than most people, most, Dude. most restaurants. Dude, one so, time I was, eating a, I, I was eating a chicken sandwich and, a, and rosary beads fell out of it. I was eating it and just a rosary <laughs> dropped out of it. What the fuck? <laughs> they, they give you holy water with your meal? I'm just sitting there to see like flicks it on me. I'm like, what the fuck? They give you holy water with your meal. <laughs> So listen, I mean, it's pretty unanimous, dude. 93% of people said they love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is it. 7% said Popeyes. 7% said Popeyes. I'm wondering who the 7% is. What? Oh, we got one vote for Popeyes, bro. We got one. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that person's thinking, though. I don't know either. But, you know, apparently they weren't hugged enough. But listen, dude, seriously, it has been an absolute pleasure. And, uh... I'm I'm really looking forward to uh you, you know your career uh I'm next time you come down we got to do an in uh an in-person podcast I'd like to get you Mike Kimball and Jesse uh Jesse James in here I have uh, more than enough space more than enough mics to uh corral you three uh savages together you guys are all awesome so it'd be good to do Yeah for sure let's make it happen man Listen man whatever you need I got you and and uh everybody Jarnell thank you thank you Bravo. All right, man. I'll see you. All right, bud. See you. Later, man.